welcome, welcome to the Earth is Ghetto podcast. I know y'all miss us. Uh, and to be honest with you, child, I was looking at all of the, the new stuff that's going on. I'm gonna let you know, it's gonna be same of the old shit. Uh, it's still exploding. Uh, things are still going wrong. And uh, the whites are still whiting. So let's get to it. Hey, Erin. Girl. How you doing, baby? Because you know, listen, because you know, that's one thing about both me and Erin. We both have to work on the phones. We both have to talk to these motherfuckers on a daily basis. So please tell me, how are you feeling? What is your mental health check-in? <laughs> like, girl, I just want to like, just go in a cave somewhere and just get off the grid. Like I'm, everyone's pissing me off. Like, just everything, just this country, just everything. Like, it's really ghetto. Like, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I look exhausted. Y'all make notice. My voice is going, slowly going away. Like, I sound like a nigga tonight. I'm sorry I can't give you fish, fam, pussy. <laughs> Aaron, you always give him fish, fam, pussy. I might as well tell you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um... No, I'm kind of where you are, um, especially when it comes to um, working these damn jobs and really trying to figure out like your own space in it, trying to figure out where your happiness lies while you're being a slave to capitalism. It feels a little bit on the uh, impossible side, sorry to say. Uh, but anyways, let's get back into the, the ghetto with shit that we have in the topic list today. So let's start at number one. I uh, I just had, I read that title and I was like, Disney World's Pride Night. Please tell Girl. me what's going on with Disney World's Pride Night. Yes, so Disney World is having this first ever Pride Night in June, 2023, after dark attractions to open. Now, part of me is like, okay, cute, because you know, we, you know we're queer, obviously, but it, I can't help but believe or wonder if they're only doing this to get our fag dollars, because once again, you know, this is a major corporation. I don't think Disney World gives a fuck about faggots like that. Um, To be honest with you, I really thought the same thing. I thought the same thing when Nike got behind Colin Kaepernick. I thought the same thing when Bud Light got behind uh, Dylan Mulvaney. Um, the reason why I'm okay with these things is because it makes um the cream crickets so mad I feel like that's the only no honestly and I cannot tell you how delicious white anguished tears are like I want to you guys refuse to season but I use your tears as seasoning for the whole of my life I might as well tell you so um <laughs> so it's gonna be uh so much fun to see them just <laughs> dissolve into tears over the next couple of weeks over Disney. We already have the, I think I showed you the video where there was this guy who had the Bud Light or whatever, because uh, he was very upset with Dylan Mulvaney because you know, that's actually gonna rule his life. So tell me how this man bought beer to go home and make a video of him pouring it out. It's amazing when white people like piss fits, like I'm not gonna buy this anymore. I'm like, but you literally bought it to, <laughs> show what white rage you're still giving them your coin girl like and first of all what i, I don't know who owns but like uh but what anheuser or something they have plenty of coin they will be just fine i promise you and 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 my love 
The reason why that they did this is because they ran the numbers and they realized that there is more dollars over there than from the conservative pipe right, alt-right, whatever the fuck that y'all look like. I don't know what kind of Jesus juice y'all be drinking, but there's not enough of y'all to make a profit. There's a lot more black and brown and BIPOC people who are actually going to buy. They're going to drink the piss that is Bud Light just to spite you. And they know know it. Now I'm about to buy me a six pack. And not drink it. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, what's that? <laughs> like, let's be real. This is all a money thing. It always has been. But yeah, um, Florida's governor is going toe-to-toe with Disney World. And so far, Disney is winning. The fifth year running park is standing firm in its opposition to Florida's don't say gay laws and other anti-LGBT legislation. From June 13th to the 15th, Disney World... <clears throat> is set to host its inaugural LGBTQ Pride Night as part of the Disney World After Dark series. The event takes place from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. And I also believe the track to be 18 and older. So of course people are like, oh my God, they're trying to turn kids gay at Disney World now. I I don't think that's the case, but I also do think that they want our fag dollars, like I said. Yeah, and they do, 100%. And I also think another thing that we... um, are not having the conversation about is the fact that these companies are literally only here to make profit. They don't care about our ideals. And this doesn't matter how many gay people that Disney employs. God knows Disney would be nothing without us. But at the end of the day, we want to go where the money is, which is why there are so many gay people who are in that industry, who are in Disney, who are swallowing the shit every time they have to walk into um, a different situation. Because at the end of the day, it's the dollar that matters, nothing else. So the fact that anybody's getting upset, they just have to realize you're not the demographic that's paying the money. That's the only thing that you can get offended about at this point. Exactly. Yeah, girl, this will be interesting to see how it goes. I am a little nervous about it also because knowing Ronda Santos is gonna put another extreme law down because of this because oh my god the gays and there's always another like extreme law that's about to come down the pipeline especially us seeing this very alarming trend of seeing just anti-lgbtq anti-gay anti um this man has made it legal to shoot protesters this man has made it illegal to like uh, because i feel like we're not looking at the big picture I mean, we're obviously going to get into it later when it comes to DeSantis because there's other shit he's trying to do. But I feel like people are not understanding how ridiculously serious this is because they won't even allow, it's illegal to now videotape the police and they can kill protesters. And like, it's little bit by little bit of what they're breaking down. And there are so many people who are still sitting in Florida, like you should not have a fire underneath your ass to get the fuck out, especially if you have children. Don't think it couldn't be your kids because one day somebody could go ahead and just give your kid a wig and he's just making funny, uh, uh, just making fun out of it. And next thing you know, somebody takes your kid away. You're not seeing how serious this is. Like I got a homegirl who's got a little four-year-old. Listen, if the girls are painting their nails, this little nigga's like, so uh, what's going on? I don't matter. You don't think I matter? What do you think she gonna do? She gonna paint a little boy nails. 
And now somebody's actually going to judge your parenting in reference to whether you can keep your children based off of those type of decisions. Um, it's terrifying. This is why we have places like Cop City in Atlanta, because they'll also train. It's a, it's a city for cops to train them to go against protesters, because, girl, a lot of protesting is also going on in Atlanta right now. Like, girl, I... And then going back to Florida, if you protesting after sunset, you can get arrested for that. So it's like, girl, our rights are being taken away every day. Strict, strict. And I don't feel like we are um, taking it seriously. I wish that we had taken it seriously when it started with Roe versus Wade. And here we are almost a year later um, and see how many things have been repealed. I think I even sent you the video. Um, I don't, not sure whether the God for Saken State was uh, Arkansas or Alabama, not sure which one. But um, it was somebody in Congress saying like, why, talking to a Republican saying, why did you vote that it's okay that 12 year olds can get married as long as they have their parents' permission? And the guy's like, do you know any 12 year olds, uh, 12 year olds who've been married? And the guy's like, I don't, I don't think I have to, to like think that that's wrong. Tell me how this nigga says, well, I do. And they're still married. Child. Sir. Sir. It's okay. It's it's like I said, still burning down, still burning mm -hmm. down. Uh <laughs> um, speaking of pipelines, the hotel to alt-right pipeline. Um <clears throat> I feel like we talk about this every fucking episode. Um, we had two black trans women killed these past two weeks from straight black men. I want y'all to know that I am no longer standing in solidarity with the Black people who are not standing in solidarity for me any longer. You cannot, and I repeat, say that you are pro-Black and then turn around and call me a faggot. Because I thought I was Black first, right? Mm. You love to say that we're Black first. A lot of y'all don't even know what the term intersectionality means, and it's really sad. I don't think y'all want freedom like that. I really don't think y'all do. I just think y'all want privilege. You've been in so much pain that you think the only way to get rid of it is to transfer it down to someone else. And that is literally what privilege is. You're transmitting your pain to me because you don't see me as it's it's really sad. So I am no longer, you don't give a fuck about me. Okay. Get good. Bad. But stop, stop with this. Oh, oh yeah, you part you black first, and that's a different issue. No, it's not, because that's still part of me. Yeah, like I I I feel like um. Ooh, there's there's so much to unpack when it comes to this particular subject because every time I see something in reference to this, and I'm sorry, black men, this is the comparison that I always make. I always make the comparison of when um, white people before slavery came, when white people were convinced that it's okay for you no longer to have a job because guess what, you're better than this guy. And they get to do that job for free. We're still gonna pay you pennies. We're still gonna go ahead and continue to pick your pockets. We are still going to actually rape your lifestyles and make sure that you can never get as high as I can. But guess what? You'll never see that because I have you looking at them. I have you saying, well, guess what? I'm at least bigger, smarter, larger, better than them. And it's like, when we talk about these things, it's almost like, they think that we're trying to invalidate their pain. No one's saying that your pain is not valid. What we're saying is stop transmitting your pain down to people who, to be honest, have it worse, like trans women, black trans women, and et cetera, because that's not going to get us nowhere. Dividing and conquering is, and conquering is literally white supremacy's main tool. 
And it's sad that they don't realize that. And then when we say that, uh-uh, why y'all always try to try to correlate it to race? Because homophobia and transphobia is literally a white supremacist export. That's why. Yeah. They try so hard to separate it. You can't. And you want to know why they want to separate it? Because it makes them, that would mean that they would have to acknowledge that they too are becoming the oppressor that they claim that they say is oppressing them. So if you are not for all Black lives, I, I just can't fuck with you anymore. That's where I'm at. And um, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, I went up and I put up a post uh, the other day. My comments are still in shambles. Um, I put up a post on my uh, TikTok and I said, only to black men, tell me what you like, not even love. Tell me what you like about black women, but you cannot name anything that benefits you. What do you like about I won't lie. Um, they, some of them tried, you know. I have a black wife and black daughters. I didn't ask you who lives at your house. I asked you what you like about black women, but okay. Um, I got uh, well. She's a reflection of me. So the so the reason that the reason why you like her is because she got something to do with you. I feel like y'all didn't listen to the question. Let me try again. So like, <laughs> uh, and thankfully, and I did actually have some, some introspective uh, questioning and thinking. It was rare, but it did happen. Um, I actually had somebody who actually, who stitched my video and said, you know what? I'd never thought about it before. Everything that I named was something that benefited me. And I never really thought about that until just now. So thank you for it. Um, albeit that was one guy, but still, you know, one one black man at a time, you feel me? <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. But um, I noticed that black men who understand where I am coming from, they don't think that I'm bashing black men. I noticed that whenever I am talking about what is going on, I'm talking about uh, black femicide. I'm talking about black trans women dying in the street. I'm talking about all of these things. They do not think I am bashing black men. They think that I'm trying to heal the black community. Mm. And that's why I realized where the difference lies. And it was so funny because um, so many people try to change around the comment, uh, uh, the, the video and say, well, what do you like about black men? Apparently too much. Because I'm still here. And the, the, the fact is, I could go on and on about how much I love Black men. I just have not felt like that kind of love and care has been reciprocated. Mm -hmm. And from cishet Black men specifically. Because there's plenty of Black men that absolutely love us, but none of them are straight. But the, the, the ones in the community that have power, sadly, are the straight ones. So this is where we are. So I have to ask the question because you don't realize that you're the ones who's also assaulting and harming them as well. Why do you think I want to heal this portion of the community so much? Because no matter how much I even dislike y'all, you still a part of the community. It's, um, and, and when you were talking about like the, the pipeline, because that is that the Hotep to alt-right pipeline is um, such a slippery slope. And the way they do it is so covert. They do it so covertly. They really don't even have, don't even, you don't even realize how much you're hating everybody else until it's too late, I feel. Mm -hmm. Like they, 
when I tell you the parallels are so there, and it's just mind blowing how they can't see it. Like you sit here and say that you're for black people. It sounds to me like you as black men still think that patriarchy was made for y'all. So now your only solution is to use those same tools and hurt people in your community. And you wonder why we're not getting anywhere. You still do not want to decolonize your mind. You cannot sit here and say, oh, I'm moving for everybody black. Oh, but I don't do that gay shit. You gay, get away. It's a contradiction. I can't take you seriously. Yeah, and 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 I honestly feel like I, I and not just the fact that I feel like there's obviously some some deep screws loose, but it makes me think that um, your mind is weak. Your mind is so weak that somebody can dangle what you think is power in front of your face, and you'll believe it, because there's no power without the rest of your black people. You want to lead so bad. You want to lead so bad and not all of you are leaders and that's not a dig. It's a fact. Yeah. It's a fact. James Baldwin was a leader that was a black gay man. Not everybody who is black cis het, male needs to be the leader of something. Some of you niggas need to get a dog. And speaking of leading, that's why I'm noticing a lot of straight black men like to masculinize black women or hell even misgender them because to be honest, depressed because black women are becoming, black women have always been leaders and it's making them pressed. So now mm -hmm. this is where you get the whole, oh, well, you ain't, you masculine. My girl, what's wrong with being masculine? That shit doesn't exist. And when you say masculine, do you mean just being an adult? Like just out of curiosity, because I feel like the things that you pick, like paying for my own shit, paying my own bills, um, going on vacation without having to consult somebody. I feel like that's just adult shit. And you guys are trying to make this whole thing so binary. And if you're by yourself, that's what you do. A lot of you niggas don't even want a wife or you just want a, another mom to take care of you. To mm, be that Never. part. <laughs> and that, and the, no, but honestly, but that's why a lot of black women and black femmes are divesting. That's why a lot of them are divesting and they're not dating masculine, masculine black men anymore, because it seems like we are literally fighting ourselves. I get a little bit better. I'm here thinking, oh, you're going to be proud of me because we're we're about to go someplace. And all you can think about is what you don't have and how you don't feel like a man. Now you decide to go make my life miserable and I got to go make you an arsenic pot. Why do we got to do this? <laughs> For what? Exactly. It don't yeah, make no sense. And, it's a mess. And I feel like it's the same thing that we said about uh, uh, Taylor Swift. Yo, if white supremacists are agreeing with you, I feel like you've done something wrong. If white That's supremacists are able to look at what you do and be like, you know what? That nigga right there got the right idea. I don't like the gays either. Girl, but they'd be like, oh, that's different. They try to escape it so bad. They like, and we know why they do that because they just won't acknowledge that. Girl, you just want to be an oppressor too. You want to, you just want the privilege. That's all it is. And you want to be ahead of something, which by the way, I'm not about to go ahead and not acknowledge the pain that comes from that as to why you were in that space to begin with. I, and that's an, and that's the thing. I have so much love and compassion in my heart for black men in general, because I know you better than you know yourself. Mm. 
I know so much of the pain that you went through, taking the white man's shit every day and then having to come back and look into this woman's face and feel like you're not a man, which is why you end up treating her like shit. So you mm. can be the ruler of something. I know why you're doing what you're doing, but it's coming from a place of pain and we're not healing anything. And there's been so much pain built up that it's like the only way they, that's the only method they seem to know is to divide and conquer and take what they have gotten from the white man and put it onto the black spouses. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, they want to go ahead and feel they, and I understand, like I said, I understand it so completely because I am a black woman and I, you don't realize it, but I've lost more than you. So I can see what you've lost. I can see it. And the fact that you will turn and look at me, the person who has literally put you on my back and taken you over the finish line, century after century after century, and then look into my face and tell me I'm the enemy. Mm. I cannot stand up for you all because, all because a lot of you are not willing to look at black femicide. A lot of you are not going to look at the fact that women are taught to stay in abusive, uh, cheating relationships, while men are told that you are a duck if you do some stupid shit like that. But we are told, don't break up the family. Well, nigga, his dick broke up the family. <laughs> exactly. So, um, it's exhausting, girl. I, like I said, if you don't want to decolonize your mind, just say that. Just say, I really, just, at this point, like I tell white people, straight black men, just say that you want privilege. And because all you know is pain from whiteness, that's all you know. You want to transmit that on to other, to other folks. Just say that. Yeah. Just, just say you're hurt people hurting people and stop trying to tell us that it's something different. And that, and, and like you, you are, and the, I feel like it's just so sad that black men you want so badly to be the, the leader that you will cut off your nose to spite your face. You will take the people who are trying to help you and love you and educate you. And by the way, you have to love someone to educate them, which is why I don't educate nobody. Mm -hmm. And you are willing to go and look at those people and say, you're the enemy, not the white man I am trying to emulate and become. And the reason why you're the enemy is because you're not letting me get there faster. Mm. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Get it together, y'all. Get it together. <laughs> you know, at this point, we, we could try. Oh, okay. So getting to the next subject. So I just want to say, um, I think we've said it a million times. Ain't nobody a Democrat over here. Um, we're just not racist fascists who are trying to kill everyone, you know? Um, so when Biden said, I'm going to, uh, you know, he announced his presidential reelection. I know that's usually what happens. You know, they already had a term. They usually go try and go for a second one. But in my mind, and I know this is going to sound fucked up. It's not like I wanted him to become ill or anything, right? I just wanted him to come to the conclusion, if I can't even walk up steps, Maybe I shouldn't do a second time. <laughs> I just found out he was 80 today. <laughs> Child, and to be honest with you, I thought 80 looks a little young on him. I thought I thought he was in the 85s, kind of, you know, because 
And also another thing, why do we keep on trying to get the Crypt Keeper into the White House? Why you go older and older and old? Listen, the only old man that I want in the office is Bernie Sanders. Why do we have people in government whose parents were slave owners? <laughs> this, is, this is a fucking mess. I can't. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sit, here, and, sit here and tell me to keep voting for the lesser of the two white supremacists. Girl, if you don't get the fuck out my face. Listen, and only one, and listen, and both of them hate you, but I just want to let you know these niggas go golfing on the weekends. They fight in front of you and then they be high fiving, like, oh, whose lobbyist is stuck in our dick tonight? Like, I need y'all to understand, like, this is, like, you, like, I, I need people to understand, like, especially when it comes to politically, there's literally the two sides, but it's not right and left, it's right and wrong. And a lot of the shit that we be seeing is wrong as fuck. Wrong as fuck, and it's coming from both sides. The right, the conservatives are just uh, just a way louder with their hate. The Democrats want to shaft you in the back when you're not looking. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But the Republicans are like, we're hanging tomorrow. They want you to know. That's literally the difference. Um, but yeah, so this, this sleepy ass nigga decided to be like, yeah, we're running for president again. And all I could think to myself is, child. I'm trying to think what has gotten done these past four years with him. He still hasn't canceled student debt. He still, I'm, I, well, we know that's not gonna happen because capitalism. Yeah, that was that was that was always uh, some bullshit. But even that um, even that small ass ten thousand dollar amount that he saves on that still ain't happening. Oh, please. Um, how do I put this? I this man has got like one foot in the grave and the other one on a banana peel is just waiting on the gust of wind to hopefully take him into the next election. And I am, I need y'all to stop. I wish y'all would 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 just stop. Um, because anybody who actually is a good uh, person who could possibly be in the presidency, y'all are never going to give the chance. We're going to have to give up something. The American people are going to have to give up something to get this much. Um, and just like I am divesting from anybody who does not support me, not just Black men. Um, you don't support me, I don't support you. Um, and that's just the way I'm, I'm doing it with everybody. But I need people to understand that they are... Um, trying to scare us into staying in this country. And I want y'all all to know that. They really are. They're trying to scare you into staying here as if there's no place outside of this now official third world country. Please go look it up. You, it's Googleable now. So I need y'all to understand that this, that this is the scare tactic of trying to get us to stay here like we don't have any choices is on the rise. And I just hope y'all see it. You know there. Are, you already know there are other countries who are playing commercials like for a dollar a day, help feed the homeless, help feed the. Uh, oh, Germany! Germany's so shady. Germany's been waiting to go ahead and show us that ass. To be honest with you, so uh, when they said, "Please, da, give these poor, these poor children," and you know they used the dirtiest white children in that fucking. Thing. <laughs> They wanted to, like, you know, don't bathe them for a couple of days. Y'all are used to it. Bring them back. <laughs> Y'all um, <laughs> um, and, and that's the thing. I think people need to understand that I really, I know that it's really hard to travel, especially right now, um, so that we can see how amazing it is outside of this place. 
Um, and it's a lot of privilege that even comes with that. I'm not having, I don't have kids, so I can sit here and save, so I can get the fuck out. So I don't want to go ahead and make anybody be like, because you, oh, just move, huh? Like, I know, nigga, I know, I know what I'm saying. Um, but I, I do want you to know that they are trying really, really hard to keep us here, and it's for a reason. I hope that we're opening our eyes to see it. That's all. Yep, 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 girl. Y'all escape while you can, girl, because I'm telling you now, I want to get, uh, this is very scary. I like, girl, Parable of the Sour, Handmaid's Tale, y'all think it's like, oh, this is so fun, it's a scary movie. No, this shit, it starts off when they take it piece by piece by piece by piece. I felt this like white people. Like, it's a fun movie. Let's do it. I'm just like, this is what happens when y'all ain't go through nothing. Y'all think this is a good time. This is what happens. You're like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna be Elizabeth Moss. She, in real life, she's a Scientologist. Let's get it together, people. <laughs> like, what did she say? She said when they took away Roe v. Wade, no one said anything. When they did something, um, when they slaughtered schools, no one said anything. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, until it was too late. I'm telling you now, this whole protesting for three days, I get it. Yeah, we got bills, but it's like, girl, I'm just telling you, if you don't want to leave and you don't want to like actually organize within your communities, organize within your workplace, mm -hmm. don't be surprised when, girl. Yeah, it's for you because it's and and I feel sad because for most of the people who really want to do something, they've they've kept them in chains with with capitalism in general. Um. I saw, and this was, and it was so small, Aaron, but it was still gave me so much hope. There's a, there's a neighborhood in some Southern uh, state where I guess a, a group of houses have the same loan from like the same bank. Now, most of these people are retired and kids. So, and they can't pay the bill. So anytime the sheriff comes, everybody stop what they doing and sit outside their house uh, and say, you're not taking nobody out of here. Period. I mean, and I I know I wish I could say that could happen more often, but that's a very scary thing to tell a mother. That's a very scary thing to tell people who try to take care of somebody else and they're so distracted by just trying to eat and survive. They looking at you like you crazy, like freedom, bitch. I want to eat. I understand. I get yeah. it. I, I can't even pretend not to get it. You feel me? You know? Yeah, girl. Um, as far as this election debates goes i will be having me a bucket full of popcorn and looking at the reality tv show because that's what it is it's a joke um yeah <laughs> it's the same pattern over and over again okay <laughs> <laughs> moving on uh i want to let you lead number four because this is one you found <laughs> um i i just wanted to talk a little bit about especially after you know um, talking about Jonathan Majors and things of that nature. And I started, you know, I stumbled across this video talking about the interracial, uh, interracial relationship power dynamics. And I'm not bringing up Jonathan Majors in the sense that I think that um, he's like, there's not, he didn't do anything. And that girl just lying on him. This is, this is not a black um, cis male podcast. I don't, I'm not going to do that. Um, but what I will say is that, well, first off, let's let me just talk about Jonathan Majors for a second. Um, I am very alarmed by some of the rhetoric that I am hearing from Black women, saying, "Oh well, he it was a white woman he hit, so it ain't got nothing to do with me." 
First of all, hilarious. Understood. I get where you're coming from. Secondly, that's some of the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Because if you're going <laughs> to do that to the most protected class in America, what do you think he's going to do to you? That's dumb. I get it. It's hilarious. It's still stupid. It's still stupid and heartless. <laughs> Let's just go through all of it. Just saying, you know, um, somebody getting beaten is somebody getting beaten. Somebody getting beaten. Sorry, I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, that's some weird shit. Some weird shit. Um, but I do want to. But I do. But I. The reason why that I uh, I'm even bringing him up is because it's what prompted me to kind of look into these type of dynamics in in the relationship in the first place. And I just want to go ahead and preface before I play this video um, that this is about people who seek out that particular person. I'm talking about black men that only seek out white women or racially ambiguous women. We are talking about white women who only seek out black men and validation from black men. That's what this video is about. If you are in the interims, then good for you. And if, you know, if it doesn't apply, let it fly. Just want to put that out there because I don't feel like listening to y'all comments. Um, but go ahead. It was fast, but did you just call our, do you say if they did not? <laughs> Wrong video. <laughs> That's so on brand for us because you know. I, it really is. I was like, wait, <laughs> is that the one? I don't think that's the one. <laughs> your, your face, you're like, hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, this is so on brand, just ghetto. Okay. Because white women have never had any power over men in their lives. And obviously, all the white men in their lives have always had all the power over them. So white women have whiteness over black men. And obviously, to be in any sort of like control feels bad, especially when you're used to never being in control. White women feel safe with black men, not only because of the hyper-masculinity that they believe black men exhibit, but because of the lightness and power they hold over black men. This is why also white women can still be racist and be with black men and be like conservative white women like married to a black man. And this is why white women love their black sons and hate their black daughters. Black sons give you access to the patriarchy, they give you power, whereas black daughters don't. Okay. Yeah, girl. It, I, it makes sense. It's giving like, yeah, I can't be racist because I have a slave husband. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and I feel like we have to understand because we always talk about black men and getting with um, white or ambiguous women because it's currency. Um, but we also have to realize there is a payout for black women for white women as well when they enter these interracial relationships because the peace that they're trying to break off and have for themselves is patriarchy. Everybody is trying to be like the white man and trying to get pieces of it any way they possibly can. And that's really what, where it comes from and why those relationships end up being so problematic, especially when they have children because both of these um, groups of people are sorely short-sighted. Yeah, girl, absolutely. That's why I always side eye because we know how black male fetishization goes and all that shit. Mm -hmm. And they like to disguise that, but oh well, I'm not racist because I love people like cop. 
no, ma'am. You, what you gonna do next with a dog collar around my neck? It's not giving that. That's why I always side eye white men who hit on me because it's like, girl, am I human to you or am I just like a piece of meat? I, I and I also feel like even when I have spoken to uh, white men, uh, I don't do that anymore. But when when I did, um, they the things that they would say to me that felt that they felt was okay. Like, oh, I've never tried one before. Like, bitch, are we at Sam's Club? Like, the fuck? Like, I'm not a sample. <laughs> you don't get to do, you know what I'm saying? Or, um, oh, or let's, and let's talk about some of the idiot, idiocy when it comes to Black men. Um, there, there was this one Black guy who, uh, older Black man, who was interested in my mother, right? This was a dumb idea. I'll never do this again. Emma, if you ever see this, I'm so sorry. That was my fault. That was my fault. I'm sorry. Um, I can't even remember what this uh, dumbass name was. But anyway, he was like, oh, I really, you know, want to talk to Joan. And because she looked literally just like me, he interested. Um, not even going to go into how gross that could be, but that's fine. So now while they're on the phone, I remember one day they got off the phone and this man tells me, you know, I've never dated a black woman before. He's almost, he's in his 60s. He was in his 60s. He was like, after being so mistreated by all of his preferences, and I guess his last preference went ahead and then cheated on him with several people, had to find out if the baby was his, all kind of stuff, told him on a regular basis, I don't want to be near you and I'll cheat on you again if I pretend I want to be with you. Like, <laughs> I, I, like, I'm talking the shit that I was just like, think about black men and how they let themselves get treated in relationships with black women. Mm. It's unheard of for them to be taking back black women that cheated on them, but not my preference. I gotta take back my preference. Yeah. This Filipino woman took, and you know what? Original passport, bro. This Filipino woman took him through the ringer. And after all of the, that and trying to erase his melanin through this woman, tell me how this baby come looking out just like me. Girl. <laughs> I was like, that's that's your karma, baby. I'm sorry. Um, and it kills me because this man really said, you know, after being so mistreated, I decided to come back home. Girl, we don't want your ass. <laughs> Stay over there. No, you've been evicted, baby. You you left of your own accord, but we put your shit out. You can't come back. You can't come back. Um, and it happens so often that I will see Black men in relationships with their preferences, and they sometimes end up getting treated like shit just to be with these preferences. Because they know how much, they know how strong that they are to them as being the preference. Like, girl, you ain't gonna go nowhere because you already don't like people of your own race. You already treat them like shit, like bitch. I'm part, I would, I would make your social status be where it's at. And mm -hmm. you know that, that's why you want to chase after me like that. That, that, that you, you, you need me so that you can continue your status because mm -hmm. that's how patriarchy dictates that you need this white woman to give you status. And that's really what it boils down to. Um, I know you don't watch Love is Blind or any of the stupid ass TV shows that I be watching. <laughs> I know you don't do it. You be like, girl, I don't know. Your brain about to ride out your head. I'm like, and is. But um, 
So I was watching Love is Blind and there was one particular guy in there named Marshall, right? And Marshall was this light-skinned guy who got with this uh, light-skinned Hispanic chick. Light-skinned Hispanic chick, when I say treated this man like shit, I was like, justice for Marshall. How can you treat him like that? That's all bullshit. Left to him for some white man, whatever, right? Next thing you know, some old tweets pop up. Oh, Marshall, Marshall, Marshall. Marshall, we was all rooting for you, Tyra Giff. We was all rooting for you. <laughs> this man literally said that uh, you walk into a restaurant, you'll see an Asian couple, you'll see a white couple, you'll see a Hispanic couple, but then you'll just see a group of black women. Where, where are we going with this? I was so confused. Um, and then, <laughs> but I guess because we're always going to be miserable and alone. And that's why we're only hanging out with each other. Yeah. I was just like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't know where he was going. I was like, is it because it's a group? Like, are you a waiter? Like, I'm so, I was, I was, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Like, you think about who's going to give you the most tip? Cause let me tell you something. Black women at brunch be spending money like drug dealers. If you want a tip, the black gays and black women be spending money like they literally about to leave the country. Yeah, tip you that whole check. Bruh! And it ain't nothing <laughs> because we having a good time. Um, then he had um, another post that said, you know, black women just, they just aren't it, you know? And then how much he loves Hispanic women. And I'm like, oh, so this was karma, Marshall. You got, you got the preference you always wanted. And you got the treatment from the preference that you always wanted. I was like, damn, justice was done, Marshall. First I was like, justice for Marshall. And now I'm like, well, damn, justice, I will. Well, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. That's, that, that's, that, that sounds like the consequences of your own actions. But anyway, um, <laughs> moving on to the next one, um, criminalized poverty. Um, so one of the things that I feel like that we have constantly have had to deal with was because we come from where we come from to see how uh, people without money are treated. And we're oh, and we're right there, so we get to see where people with money are treated. Like we're right there in the middle, so we can see <laughs> the differences in treatment on a regular basis. And um, uh, the video that I, I want to play is uh, a video talking about criminalized poverty, exactly what it means. And I feel like what we don't, what, a lot of things that we don't understand is the fact that most crime. I want to say 70 to 80% of the crime that we have are poverty-based crimes. Yeah, I really want people to think about the root issue as to why stores are being robbed of food and things like, you know, things, necessities that you, people, humans need to survive. Why don't we have critical thinking skills before we say, oh my God, they, they, that ain't right. Girl, let me tell you something. People are working two, three, sometimes four jobs, still can't pay bills. Gas mm -hmm. is still high as fuck. They're trying to hide that. Gas is still high. Rent is high as fuck. Most, mm -hmm. people, can't even afford, most people cannot afford a house. Like, girl, most people only have a thousand, no more than a thousand dollars. The average American has no more than a thousand dollars in their savings. Mm -hmm. It's a mess Before, out here. They say most, of, they said this, they said 70% of the average Americans couldn't afford a $400 surprise expense. And you want to sit here and tell me 
<laughs> You're like, girl, please take it. Take the things that you need to survive. I'm sorry. I'm never going to be. And listen, if you want to start stealing books from Walmart, like I was doing in college, because I couldn't afford the textbooks, you got to do that shit too. steal a couple for fun. That's how I read the Hunger Games. Uh, I, I refuse. I'm sorry. Um, I refuse to go ahead and tell people without what they should be doing to survive. I think that's bullshit. And I think it's elitist. I think it's elitist as fuck to go ahead and assume that you know have the answers for this person who doesn't have dry shit in their ass, don't got a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. And you want to tell me what I should be doing? In Detroit, they're putting poison into all the uh, community trash cans to make sure that no homeless people goes to get in the trash to get food. They, if you're going to be, they don't want you homeless. They want you dead. Yeah, that's really what <laughs> it is. They just want you to die. No, seriously. Um, uh, cause I remember when someone, I was working at a restaurant and, um, you know, me, I see all homeless people outside and I got food to throw out. I'm like, what's still good in here? Nigga, it's away. Yo, I was their favorite person. They got come out and be like, hey, Tide is outside. I'd be going out to go give out all the food that's left over. And I will never forget. That's one of the things I got fired for. He and said that I'm only keeping the homeless people coming to the establishment. That now that the their client says that this looks bad. What's looking bad is community, and this is what scares the fuck out of them. Mutual aid, community, and all this other shit. Being there for like knowing your neighbors. This government don't like that shit because how else are we gonna exploit you? Yeah, how are we gonna? How are we going to exploit you? How are we going to dangle carrots in front of your face that you always have to do something else to reach? How are you going to continue this backward? Because we, Aaron has said it so many times, it's not even natural for uh, for human beings to work. And and I don't know why when I say that, I guess white folks just think you know be laying outside doing nothing. Um, I need you to understand. Even if I was, none of your fucking business. But secondly, um, I need y'all to understand. The way that Native Americans, indigenous people, African people were living, they weren't living for profit. I wonder if y'all are gonna get this. There wasn't some big ass company saying you gotta clock in and clock out in order for you to survive because survival wasn't monetized. They didn't monetize the food that you created. <laughs> they didn't monetize the, the things that you use to build your house. And the reason why, just so you know, because people are like, oh, well, they were just so, um, I heard something in Congress from uh, all kinds of white people saying that um, they're basically savagery and ancient and so on and so forth. We didn't need the same things that white people needed because it was hot outside. So we didn't need insulation. We also, we also built the things around us. We didn't need to go ahead and build for profits the way that you did. We weren't trying to control like an economy like you do. So we didn't need to have all of these different things that you want to call conveniences when really mm. they're just crutches. Mm. I'm sorry, that's how I see it. I feel like it's the reason why I'm maybe going back to my farm nigger because- And the fact that the average American really thinks that it's natural to be working 40 hours a week, that's a problem. Y'all really think, because I will never forget, I forgot what country it was. They only work like two days out the week. Yeah. And, and then you have fucking Americans talking about, see, they lazy over there. They don't know what real work is. American propaganda has y'all in a chokehold and y'all don't even realize it. Like You're it's all about as long as it's it. all about the, the betterment of society. I don't need to be working no fucking 90 hours a week just to get crumbs. Sometimes more. 
I grew up and my mother was working 80 hours a week. She was making 80 hours a week. I didn't get to see that lady. I didn't get to know who she was till I was an adult. That's what y'all do for your economy. You rob us of parents. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. that say we should just make poverty, you know, illegal and arrest people. Uh, but wouldn't that cost us more? <laughs> I mean, we already did make poverty illegal. Um, the vast majority of things that people get arrested for is just like trying to find ways to feed their families. You know, I, I remember being in the Bronx and they, they had this big shutdown where they clamped down on all the street vendors. And it's just like, that's the problem. That's what you're concerned about right now is people selling like, you know, hats and, 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 and random knickknacks on the street to be able to feed their families. Like that's the problem in society. And so we've gone out of our way to criminalize the poor. When you're poor and you get arrested, before you've even gone to trial, you get a bail put on you and you can't afford that. So you sit in jail. And so you're sitting in jail and what happens? You're gonna lose your job. And so all of a sudden you've had all these devastating effects happen to you and you haven't even been convicted of anything. If you're poor and you're living on the streets, they will come to you and tell you, well, you can't live on the streets. And you say, well, where can I go? And they say, we don't know, but it's illegal for you to be here. And then they fine you. And then you don't show up to court. And so you didn't show up to court. And so now they have a warrant out for your arrest. What do you do now? You're now in jail because you didn't have a place to go. And so our system is designed to make it so that poor people can't escape because we've made poverty illegal. And so I'm just saying that maybe we flip it the other way around. Why don't we make it illegal to be poor by passing a law that says every single individual must receive an income at least equal to the poverty line and abolish poverty instead of making being poor a crime? Well, you know, that's too much common sense and that's too much empathy. And we we believe in individualism. And if you're poor, that was your choice. And that was your fault. <laughs> Listen, and you know what? Um, it's really, I feel like people think that we're exaggerating, but something like that was literally just said in Congress. I don't remember those two, um, those two wonderful men in Tennessee doing the amazingness that Justin they Justin Jones and Justin Pearson. Listen, um, I'm calling them the best versions of Malcolm X and uh, Martin Luther King because at least everybody can come for the ride. They're actually fighting for the rights of Black trans people, queer rights, and everything else on top of it. So I appreciate it talking about actually being pro-Black, actual pro-Blackness. I appreciate y'all. But I saw um, something in Congress where he was saying like, uh, I think it was um, just uh, uh, the, the one with the long hair. He, uh, I love, I love, I love hearing both of them speak, um, especially since white people just, they be getting so mad, but they be following the rules and shit and they don't know what to do with themselves. And um, you literally, he was talking about making sure that exactly that Walmart and all of these huge, huge corporations who got, uh, who got bonuses during the pandemic, the people underneath didn't get bonuses. They're still living from paycheck to paycheck. They went from essential workers back to being burger flippers real quick. And they deserve to have more money. Do you know what the Republicans were saying? Well, I feel like we're gonna, we're trying to demonize success. Girl, off with their heads. I'm so sick of these motherfuckers like. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's gonna be the first t-shirt guillotines um i yes we still need to do that we still need to do that by the way girl, i'm so sad. i'm gonna wear that every fucking day if i could because you want i'm telling you now because history repeats itself you more and more folks are waking up and bitch y'all wonder why they want to see your heads going down some stairs listen you playing with these people's lives i'm over it and the fact that you had people in from January 6th because they lost an election who was smearing shit on the walls, asking to hang people, like, like urinating in all kinds of places, trying to kill AOC and hang Mike Pence. I don't know why anybody would want to go ahead and hang what is obviously a robot, but do you, boo? <laughs> um, but another, but it was the fact that they were actually trying to compare the insurrection of democracy to people saying, stop killing our kids with guns. No more AK-47s, drag is not the issue. The fact is uh, children are dying by guns. No cares, no cares. Um, but I feel like it's one of the reasons that me and Aaron have made the decision to leave, you know? Um, I'm say I, I, I'm literally counting down to next May where I am saving every single dollar um, because I can't do this. I can't fight every fucking day. And I don't want them to convince us to fight for some shit that's not ours. Now, is it ours because we built it? Absolutely. But why are we gonna continue to fight them for it? I, I and you know what, let me stop because I don't want you to stop fighting. I don't want anybody to, to stop doing what they're doing. Understand why I'm not fighting no more. That's what I need you to understand. I'm not gonna shit on anybody who is doing the work because nigga, I can't do the work. I mentally cannot do it. Living this life these last 36 years in the States, having to run into surprise racism everywhere I go and having them convince me that no matter where I go, it'll be the same. And I do not wanna hear any white people say, well, y'all ain't fighting biz as long as black people have existed in this fucking country. We have fought since we were brought over here in ships. Y'all might want to sit your ass down and shut up. We don't have to do shit, to be honest. Our existence is enough. Our existence is protest, period. Our existence is protest, period. Um, but, but yeah, that's why that's why we're not going to stay. Listen, by next summer, you're going to be like, that's a nice place you can have. be like, I know. <laughs> Let me take a video. <laughs> Look at my porch. <laughs> I got a patio now. <laughs> anyway. Whew. Moving on to the next one. Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon have been fired. Not surprised. And you want to know why I'm not surprised? Because the government knows that most um, Gen Zers and millennials and like, especially like just Democrat, a lot of liberals aren't really focusing on the media to get their, a lot of people just in general are like looking at other sources to get their news. TikTok. TikTok. So CNN said, hold up now, because Fox News, them white conservatives, their ratings stay high over at Fox News. And Tucker Carlson brought in a lot of ratings. CNN said, hold up now, because your black ass was being a little too much. We're going to bring you to the right some more so we can get our ratings up. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, I also think that, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I, even though there's a lot of things I like about Don Lemon, uh, it does not. Uh, I am very aware that that man holds on to a lot of misogyny you know sprinkles you know he's and and a little bit of internal you know there's, there's there's some things you know um now i don't know what he did to be fired but i don't feel sorry for rich people 
Um, you got fired from MSNBC. Somebody's gonna give you a show in like a year. You've been on the air for like decades. For like seventeen years, he have he gonna have his own show. Like he'll be yeah, a hundred percent. It's just like literally, uh, like and I, I don't feel sorry for no for nobody. Um, and I and I'm glad that Tucker Carlson, Tucker uh, Carlson is gone. Um, but to be honest, someone else. Too. Yeah, they, exactly. They're just gonna replace this idiot with somebody else. I feel like the re- the reason why he got fired was because of the recordings that they were had. And after, di- so there was a, um, a lawsuit going on between Dominion, which is the company that we use for voting over here and Fox News. And because Fox News was lying about everything, um, Dominion won an $800 million lawsuit against them. And mm. I think they're taking out some of the prime players who were saying the shit. Mm. So they can continue, so they can cover their ass. That's that that that's my idea. That's what I'm seeing. I don't know what's going on with Don Lemon, because um, there's way more toxic people on the news. But um, you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, I don't feel sorry for nobody. Don Lemon gonna be okay. Yeah, you know, I don't care. That moment, you already he's know. He's not gonna be eating ramen and soup after this. I promise you, he's still in the same high rise with his white man. He'll be just fine. I was yeah. gonna say because his white man make coin too. Exactly, y'all will be just. I I. I I'm not worried. Oh my God, are you guys like against interracial couples? Girl, I'm gonna get tired of going through this dumbass shit, girl. Um, I, I feel like at this point it's cognitive dissonance. Um, if you think that we're against interracial couples, then feel that way. I think I've always said it and I will continue to say it. I don't care if they're about interracial relationships. I care about the very toxic reasons that people get into interracial relationships. And that's just the facts. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't want to acknowledge that, then that's your bad. Ain't got shit to do with me. That sounds like a personal problem. Period. Like, girl, because they let's say, oh, well, because at this point, I just say, okay. Like, that's it. Yeah. Because you know how many comments I get on TikTok saying you're racist against white people? I just say, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I just, girl, at this, I'm not, because they already got their minds made up. And you know, that's in their nature anyway. So I'm not going to waste my time with that. Yeah, you're committed I to understanding me anyway. Yeah, I expect that. I expect this from them. Yeah, they 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 never surprise me. I'll give you that. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, fuck Tucker Carlson, and um, I don't feel sorry for Don Lemon, y'all. And let's be honest, y'all will both be okay. Right. Uh, so now this last one I thought was really interesting. So the first thing that I want to do is I want to start out with uh, the video, and we'll have our natural reactions. (laughs) This man said that men often choose to be on the down low because they aren't given a safe space. When are we going to keep it a buck? No one, no matter what gender, race, or class is given a safe space. It ain't safe for the black or the white, but... It's not safe. You telling me because a woman doesn't make you feel safe because of your sexual preferences, you go behind that woman's back and sleep with men? You feel safe enough to sleep with another man, communicate with another man, even be in a relationship with another man, but because your woman might not like it, you don't feel safe enough to say it out loud. There's a misconception that lesbians are safe. The only time being a lesbian is safe is when men get to watch or benefit. Once a woman shares that she wasn't gay for the benefit of a man, she's all types of names. Bull, babe, babe, babe. 
Young M.A. Or she just hasn't had the right D in her life. Men can also create and maintain safe spaces for other men to explore their sexuality. Because as a woman, how can I create a safe space for you if I didn't even know what was going on? This man said that men often... I don't know if you want to start. Like I like, cause I like her videos, but again, we're all decolonizing. Some people are further ahead than others. Um, no one's saying that it is okay for DL men to fuck with your lives. Um, this is going, I'm, I'm centering this around black women right now. Mm. <laughs> no one's saying that I want like, oh, it's okay for DL men to like fuck with your life like that. However, let's not pretend like the homophobic rhetoric that a lot of black women do spew out like to call oh sissy punk zesty and all this other shit and they constantly hear that that's not going to be a safe space for them they're not going to feel like they trust you enough to tell them about their past or hey i've done this before just like you probably have too because we know that women are more allowed to be sexually experimentative as opposed mm -hmm. to men now, especially uh, black men and there's a problem there's a problem in the black community with Black men who are gay, especially black men who are feminine. And it's like we equate someone's sexual orientation to femininity, I guess, for some reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, two, we can walk and chew them at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say with that. Um, and then and I did like, she did make a point at the end talking about men could also create safe spaces for other men because girl, they have to, they're always in competition with each other for who can be the hardest. There's uh, no pun intended, but yeah, a hundred percent. No, um, and and I and I hundred percent agree. This is this is my thing. I actually like Keita Rose. I like her a lot. Um, I've seen, and the reason why I like her a lot is because uh, I think that she's very intelligent, and I think that she's open to learning. So I can see the decolonization, like you said earlier. You could you can see it happening because at one point she thought, oh, you just can't be with a bi man at all, and she even had to retract and be like, shit, I had to think about it. And I appreciate people trying to grow, and I just want to make sure I say that at first. But my love, you missed. You missed so hard. Um, I understand exactly what you're saying. You don't want Black women to go ahead and internalize some DL man's actions to the, th well, you weren't a safe space. So that's why he was cheating on you with Earl. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying in the slightest. I need people to understand, like you, like Aaron just said, you can walk and chew gum at the same time. Um, it is not going to be personally your fault that you were with a DL man. But I think that it is cognitive dissonance not to actually acknowledge the culture of homophobia and how embedded it is in, in the community to the point where you've got people posting, oh, this nigga ate dessert. Does that mean he's zesty? He, this, this man, like you've got, you have got so many agents of misogyny in black women in general because of the poison of patriarchy. And we have to start to break that down because we've literally seen the posts where they ask black women, would you rather him cheat on you with a, uh, cheat on you with a woman or if he had been with a man in his past and he was honest about it? How many of these bitches mm. like, oh shit, well you could just cheat on me. I can't do that. That's why I say all the time, y'all's homophobia jumps out a lot. Black women, if you were the type to say, I can't date a bisexual black man, you are homophobic. I'm sorry, because that's what it is rooted in. You see that as weakness. And mm -hmm. to be honest, it's misogyny towards yourself because you're equating that bitch, 
you suck dick as well. You're not excluded from that. So what does that mean? That you're weak as well? Yeah, and and I really hate to bring Tyler Perry into this. Um, so <laughs> he went in and he had a TV show called Sisters, right? Um, I tried to keep up. Oh man. Tyler, please get other people to start doing some writing. The, the scenes are too long. And then you let them freestyle for once too longer than that. And they're doing the best they can. I just want you to give them some better material. But anyway, there was a particular scene where um, this girl really liked this. Uh, of course, he was a light-skinned guy. We're not going to pretend that that doesn't matter. But this is light-skinned guy. And I guess they're during sex. And he takes out a dildo. And she's like, you want to use it on me? He's like, no, on me. And then she's like... You know, um, and, <laughs> and then of course, remember this is a black show. So what are you gonna get? But lots of black commentary, uh, black uh, woman commentary about this, about, oh, I don't know if I could do that. Be taking out toys and shit and blah, blah. We <laughs> are always asking black men to be more open with their sexuality. And then when they are, we're like, oh girl, put that back in the vault. I don't wanna do all that. Now, I will say this, I've never, had the urge to want to dominate a man, right? Uh, I actually had a guy right. Once who, right? It's just not, it's not, it's not, it's not in me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't, it's I've tried it once. I've tried it once. I was like, girl, it's not given. Like, girl, I feel awkward. Yeah, I'm like, 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 I'm like I just, right? Like, I'm like, why aren't I tied up? My leg should be up here. And, but it's not because, <laughs> but it's not because, of the gender of the person that I am with. But then I noticed my own um, uh, hypocrisy. Because when I'm with women, I guess I would be quote unquote the male and I like to dominate. So then I had to go ahead and dissect. Why is it I'm okay dominating a woman, but I'm not okay dominating a man? What about that is not something that I like? It's an inconsistency. It's an inconsistency that needs to be dissected. And I'm not telling you, you can't have your preferences, but I'm telling you that if you're not willing to dissect your preferences, they're more than likely based in bullshit and you don't want to think about it. Mm. Girl, is it a preference or is it a requirement? Mm, that part. And then I realized it's definitely not a requirement because I realized there were some guys who I had been with who I've been like, maybe I will want to do that. But I feel <laughs> like... But but when it came to this particular guy, I was like, I was like scared. I'm like, I don't want to do that to you. Like, you gotta ask somebody else for that. Like, I like <laughs> what else to do. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying for you not to have your preferences and not like what you like sexually. But I'm saying that if you are willing to hold on to those things with both hands and not dissect them, you have to know it's coming from some place of toxicity. Absolutely, girl. We gotta unpack it. Um, like, and I'm going to, like I said, I don't care who I piss off. If you are the type to say I cannot date a black sexual man, you are homophobic. Point blank, period. And, and I want to also let you know, there's plenty of bisexual men who don't want to get paid. Just so you know. Like, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I don't understand. Like, bitch, his dick can still get hard. So I don't know what's the problem. He's yeah, still I don't, I don't shit out get you. that. And, and then I also realized that I am a, um, I call myself a moan huntress. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's like, I realize that to get the sounds that I want, I'm willing to do almost anything. So, <laughs> yeah. but, that, but, I, but, then, but again, 
It took dissection. It took me actually having to look at myself and be like, why is that something I don't like? And I feel like a lot of times y'all feel attacked when we have these conversations, when we're really just asking you to dissect your preferences. We do it all the time because we don't want to be out there fetishizing and being shitty. Like it's just whatever. Anyway, <laughs> not wanting to dissect your preferences also comes from a place of cis privilege as well. I I feel like that's for another one, child. Uh, <laughs> no, for real. Next time on Dragon Ball Z, that that's gonna have to be another one because we're gonna have to really dissect that as well. Honestly, um, and you know, one of these days we're gonna have to do another after dark podcast where I feel like we really should get into it. Our sexual preferences, a lot of reasons why we have our sexual preferences, and maybe have on a few guests to really talk about the sexual fluidity of black queer people and what that can look like sexually. Um, mm. Because we are not allowed to talk about our sex. Um, but obviously we are because it's our fucking show. So uh, <laughs> but um Ah, as per usual, another awesome episode that I actually can't wait to edit. Um, air high five to my most amazing co-host in the world. I made it through, honey. Yes, <laughs> you did. And you didn't think you would go make it, but here we are, okay? <laughs> Listen, you know who, everybody you know, just wish Aaron a good night, okay? <laughs> I just want to um, I just want to thank God for <laughs> They'll thank that nigga over everything. Not the doctors, but God. okay. Anyways. <laughs> I took a shit this morning. I was constipated. Thank you, Jesus. No, but anyway, it's fine. Uh- <laughs> <sighs> but um, all right, niggas and friends, this wraps up another episode of Earth is Ghetto podcast. You can listen to all of our shit on all streaming platforms. You can follow me on Instagram at Aaron8077. And what's your Instagram? And you can follow me at not your magical Negro, K-N-E-E underscore G-R-O uh, on TikTok and Brahita Sidnuar on the rest of the streaming platforms. Period. And you can check out our TikTok lives every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Yeah, six percent Martin. Okay, cool. We can still count. Anyway, uh, just remember... <laughs> That being queer is African. We will continue to hold this safe space for you. Until next time. Deuces. Bye, hoes.